Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe, and Dan. Hello. What's up? What have you what have you done, our tribal chief? What have you done? I did nothing. It wasn't even me. It was Sammy Oogs. Oh, they're broken up. What are, what are we gonna say now? I can't say what a boost. The bloodline potentially could be officially broken up. You you can still say what a boost because I'm sure they'll still say to each other when the bloodline is all fully broken up after wrestlemania and the usos go back to the original gimmick of coming out and doing the tribal dance and with the face paint on and yeah that for 10 years no that well they're gonna have to go back to it there ain't no bloodline left there what isn't they, be. Say, they say the, the uh, bloodline's in your city now they could we could say the the podcast is in your ears yeah, coming in your ears. Coming there in your you ears. go, coming in your <laughs> ears. Just for you all, especially. How are we all, anyway? Have we enjoyed this week's wrestling show? Yeah, I, I've been enjoying AEW. This is the fifth time that I've been trying to watch Dynamite, and I'm an hour in, and it's taken me five attempts. But yeah, WWE, I tell you what, they have been sports entertaining. Amazing rumble, amazing pre-show. Great episode of The Bump yesterday. You can't when say I amazing. Almighty. Oh. You can't use the word amazing and the bump in the same sentence. Yeah, you can. You've got to watch The Bump. What Dan episode Bump. of Dynamite are you watching? Last night's or last week's? I've got Jungle Hook versus Matt Hardy and Paulie Guinea Faux Page with the guy on the outside. He's doing this with his hands quite a lot. And there's the Bryce Battenberg referee or whatever his name is. Yeah, the, yeah that, was, that was last week. The main... Hook. The main Double event isn't um, Samoa Joe and Darby Allen, is it? TNT title, because that was oh, last yeah, that's, night. That's last I'm still trying to watch last week's, but it's the fifth time I've tried to watch it. But Jungle Book Lord just tapped Lord. him out to the stretchy thing, cross-arm breaker, chicken wing thing. Has Matt Hardy gone broken yet? He keeps no, teasing it, doesn't he? He's having an argument with all Egan, Ethan, Ethan Paglet, and yeah, they're not happy with him. I don't know why he's in... He's in the firm, to be honest. Maybe they need more tag teams. I can honestly, because they've run out of ideas already. They're desperate for Jeff. They're desperate for him for that not guilty verdict. That's what they're waiting for. Let's Did you see people back. were like sharing pictures of Jeff in like yeah, like in Alamo or like in Texas area? Oh, he's there. He's there for the Rumble. He's under contract with AEW. You always <laughs> yeah. hear that every Rumble. He's there the for a trial. <laughs> Mr. Kennedy's the in the airport. He's going to be in the Rumble. Mr. Kennedy, oh, if only. That's what we should have had. I mean, we're going to get onto it anyway, but, you know, for all of the hype of saying things like, oh, you know, there's going to be no rock at the Rumble and all that kind of stuff. And the reason that they announced Cody Rhodes is because they're really happy with the surprises and the people that they've got already. Well, that was shit, wasn't it? Because, (laughs) you know, all the the surprises that we all went with and thought, and, you know, we got like a couple in each, but like I said, well, We'll get on to that, we will. But speaking of Hardy, the best part of the Royal oh, Rumble, the best part, what a performance. I'm so glad. What a show, what like, a we show. Were, we all watched it live with you, and then we watched the first Rumble, we watched the first Rumble match, and then we went, you know what, I'm going to go to bed now. I'm glad I did, because then when Hardy came on, I skipped the entire thing, and then I read all on Twitter that everybody's been, like, crapping over it and saying it was dreadful. Well, we were watching it live, me and Jamie. We watched the entire thing live when we were talking and when the Hardy bit. Because you said, didn't you, Jamie? You were like, oh, my God, this is like showing up that it should be a three-hour show. We kind of knew it would go over three hours anyway because it was the Rumble. When it ended up being like nearly five hours and we were like, 
the main at least it's the main event next because that's going to go on at least half an hour at least it's the main event and then jamie was like oh my god i've just remembered hardy still got to perform we were like <laughs> oh for christ's sake and that took up another 20 25 minutes because i noticed between a lot of the matches and especially like before and after the setup of the uh, light lights out match. Is it called a lights out match? I forgot already. Yeah. The mountain, the mountain lights out. You know what I mean? Pitch black. <laughs> and before Hardy and stuff, they were doing these bloody hype promo videos that were going on for ages and ages and ages. But there was the juxtaposition of it was all wrong. Like you had random promo videos for like Lesnar even though the match before he'd just been eliminated after only like a minute or two. And then you had one for Braun Strowman, who also didn't have a very good showing in the Rumble. And then you had one for Theory, I think, as well. So I, I know I know why they were doing it, because they needed to set up certain matches and, and things like that. But yeah, it, it all felt a bit weird and clunky when it came to those promo videos. Because I don't know why they decide to spotlight those certain stuff. They do it every when... um what I, I don't know if you ever watch like the ones that are on Sky Sports or Channel Five and stuff like that. And they still show like a video for EO Shirai when she was in NXT. And now she's called EO Sky and she's on Raw. Like they, they don't update them that often. I think they're just like a filler image because they used to do backstage segments, didn't they? Back in the old yeah, days. Yeah, whatever actually, happened to the backstage a... segments now? But that the Hardy he's no he's no um Luke Coombs, is he? No. <laughs> No, he's terrible. not. You're right. Terrible. Terrible. So, just before the event started, probably about an hour or so before, the match card order leaks, and I got straight onto our chat, and I was like, "Oh, guys, this is what they're saying the order's going to be. How weird is this?" It definitely confirms that a certain somebody isn't coming back at the rumble, and you know, <laughs> and but then it also looks like something big is going to happen at the main event. So maybe certain said person is going to come back but at the end and part of the main event so i don't know when i when i saw the match card order i was a bit like oh because when was the last time the men has the men's rumble ever opened the event maybe i know a women's has the first oh, maybe it's I've on the feeling, quiz maybe it was, not, it's not good. <laughs> i don't think it has i, I don't think it has been once yeah because I've got a feeling there has been it has been once before. I know it's uh, there's been a two or three times where it hasn't been like f- before the women's rumble came about when there was just a men's rumble. There has been a couple of occasions where it hasn't been the main event where the world title's gone on last. But other than the women's match opening the event, which has happened a couple of times, I don't know if the men's ever has. Maybe we need to do a bit. What of buzzed me about on. the first match, but when we when we get into it, it's. They, when we were watching the pre-show... Well, let's get we, into it now. Why not? Go on. But we were watching the pre-show and they did the thing showing you the, the stars that are going to be in there. And then we counted the heads, didn't we? There was 27. But they had Mad Cat Moss as one of the pitchers who didn't come out. Rey Mysterio, who got injured against Karrion Cross, But he, was he, was a, he was technically a numbered entrant, though. Yeah, he was a numbered entrant. But they had Mad Cat Moss. But then, um, what's his name, came out instead of him, uh, Xavier Woods. But you've got somebody like a Dolph Ziggler who's been in, 20, in 14 consecutive Royal Rumbles, yeah. who's fit and healthy, who could have been in there. But then we had some tag teams in there, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. And we had Otis and Chaggy. Oh. Okay, Otis and Chaggy were a comedy, but why can't you stick they didn't even tease like a Montez Ford heel turn or something, which would have been the perfect time to do it. 
And well, they weren't even in the ring together. Before. Yeah, but they weren't even in the ring together. I know. It makes no sense having a strict profits in that match. Okay, fair enough. If you had Montez Ford on his own, and then Dorks yeah. is... You play the storyline that Dorks is getting jealous, that Ford's getting the spotlight. You could have done something maybe with it like that. But A good both... company booker would have done that. And then Booker T. Okay, it was great seeing Booker T come out. He was a legend entry. Um, but... How long was he in there for? Maybe a minute and a half. Baron Corbin in there yeah. seven seconds, and it didn't really set anything up, did it? Well, let's look, let's look at the start of the match then. So number one, Gunther, good good idea um, to have him number one, and then of course when Sheamus's music rig. hits, rig. well, this but, this is what I'm going to get at now. We have to suspend our disbelief. It's wrestling. However, if we go on the basis of the fact, and we'll get on to number thirty, believe me, but if we have to go <laughs> off on the basis of the fact that this is supposed to be a random drawing. You know, what is, you know, the odds that one and two would be Gunther and Sheamus who've been feuding? Four and six is both members of the New Day, so pretty much next to each other. 12 and 13 next to each other, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, who've been, you know, helping each other. Uh, sorry, have been uh, against each other. 17 and 18, yes, he didn't come out, but Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. And then Braun Strowman, 27, and Ricochet's tag team partner, 28. All these groups of 2, 2, 2, 2, 2. I mean, it's, look, it's, it's the Royal Rumble and it's a bit of fun, but they would that really happen in real life? It did. Because you remember on the pre-show, you saw Santos Escobar and they had the tickets on the wall, didn't they? Like it was like deal or no deal and they're peeling away the bit of paper. They're peeling away their number. And Santos Escobar, he looked really happy. And then he came out like number seven. Yeah, because lucky yeah. number seven. Oh, yeah, of course. It's a lucky he, number. He does run the bingo, which is fair play. But so, there was no other NXT call-ups in the men's as well. We had Booker T, who was technically an NXT star. But then there's all of us going, oh, Joe's going, Carmelo, he's going to be in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, Cameron Grimes, he's getting a call up. No, like, up and comers. Usually you get the one, but there was nothing. And there's a plethora of stars that could have gone. Everyone's thinking maybe Bron Breaker, Great Muta. You know, where were those surprises? So our surprises were effectively, Pat well, Pat McAfee unofficially in respect. But apparently they didn't even tell Michael Cole. That he was going to be back ever ever. Or Corey Graves, yeah, yeah, or Corey Graves, yeah. So that's so I've watched it back, and you can tell their reactions are are literally genuine. Um, they did I'll, say though, it's now time for your men's Royal Rumble match, and then his music hit. So I think me and James should get a point for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right then. Um, yeah. Big shout, big shout out to the least reaction <laughs> of the match. What is going on with him? Absolutely no reaction from the crowd for the number five entrant, Johnny Gargano. Well, people, the... people already don't care. What's happening? What's going on I there? Care. And he was in there for over half an hour. I think they changed his music. Rebel Heart used to be wicked when it started playing. Everyone used to sing along to it. They kind of WWEified it now. And they they buried him. Ever since he came back, they buried him. He's been doing this. Oh, I've got a remote control that controls the Tron and I'm going to expose the Miz for lying to Dexter Loomis. And always. I think, to me, it feels like they're coasting him until Champ is back from injury and then they'll probably reform DIY. That's kind of the thing I think they're doing with him. But he's one of the people who potentially could be winning the men's elimination chamber match. He's in it. So 
you never know, I could see a resurgence of him in that match in a couple of weeks. Never going to happen. No. no. Not over enough. Not over <laughs> enough. For them. He was in his NXT days and when he first came back to Raw. But, and I said the other day, where's Dexter Loomis? He disappeared after his thing with them. And then on Raw, he comes out basically in the corner of Johnny Gargano, he does. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. That well, he didn't even get that... much of a reaction. Everyone thought that Dexter Loomis was brought back for the Rumble. Same with like Bronson Reed. And Bronson yeah. Reed beat a couple of weeks ago. The Kira Tazara went into Pierce's office and said, "I want to be in the Rumble." He said, "Well, no, you have to earn your entry into the Rumble." But I tell you what, I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a match, and if you impress me, you can be in the Rumble. And who came out? Bronson Reed came out, squashed him, and won the match. So if anything, wasn't even said, in the Rumble. Do you know why he was in the Rumble, Dan? Do you know what his big, big mistake was? All he needed to do, he didn't need to go out there and prove he should be in the Rumble. He didn't need to go out there and win a match. All he needed to do was walk out or be backstage front of camera and go, I declare myself for the Royal Rumble. Because that's all you need to do, because that's what half of them did. (laughs) Didn't work out for Madcap Moss, did it? He said he was going to be in the Rumble. Neither they cut him out for Xavier Woods. Oh, my cat. Maybe it was for the best. Like, I, I meant... so stupid, he said. <laughs> I said Johnny Gargano didn't get a reaction. Neither did Carrying Cross. Is this tri- is this Triple H project working, bringing back certain stars? Are people, are people caring? Uh, do you care, Joe, at the moment about Carrying Cross? No. He's it, it, trying to do this like creepy gimmick where he's like taking out superstars, but like the people he's picked, like, his feud against Drew was good, and now he's like kind of chosen Rey Mysterio. So he's like, I'm the, I, I'm the guy who like takes out all of your favorites. So taking out Drew McIntyre, he took out Mac Mars, he was taking out Rey Mysterio. I know what you mean though. There's like, there's no oomph behind him. Like, he needs to take somebody out who's not a a jobber or old like Rey Mysterio. No offense to Rey Mysterio. He needs to think. Out somebody who's more like high profile or bigger, like I don't know, like Bobby Lashley, for example, or like somebody like I think if you took out somebody like bigger, like a beast, then I think people would take it more seriously. But like, okay, Drew McIntyre is probably the most formidable out of all of those. Fair enough. And then Ray Mysterio, like, okay, you took out Ray Mysterio, well then, like that's not a big deal nowadays. Yeah, he's a legend, but He's old, his knees are knackered, so I, I, I'm not that impressed, to be honest. I, I think it's a fair The worst thing he did was grow his hair back. <laughs> well, he did it for a movie, apparently, didn't he? Um, and they said, they said, oh, can I keep The it? Marine like, 7 yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, Probably. the Marine 7, quick action. So just like a, a Gillette, you know, like a razor, and then they've got names like Quantum or Fusion. Like Marine 7, Quantum Fusion, Wilkinson Sword Epic. <laughs> Poor um, poor Kofi Kingston, two years in a row, two botches. I think that's run its course, hasn't it? Is um... they need to stop that now. But there's yeah. well, you you saw that there was other people in there that made more of a spectacular and had their their Royal Rumble moments by doing little springy boards. But yeah, the Kofi Kingston thing now it's botched twice. Let's uh, let's call it a day and let's give it to some other people. You know, give other people a chance like Otis. <laughs> Why not? Um, Dominic Mysterio then. So I. Obviously, we had the thing with Rey Mysterio's music kit. He didn't come out, and then we found out effectively he was unable to compete, you know, because of an alleged injury against Karrion Cross on 
Friday night, Smackdown the night before, but working it into the storyline to make it look like he was probably attacked backstage or something by his son. Brilliant idea to come out in the mask because he said something like he wasn't just going to give him his mask, he had to earn it or something, didn't he? And then he's obviously taken it. I I know I kept saying they ain't going to face each other at Mania because he really doesn't want to, but surely they're going to now. This is yeah. what else would be the payoff? I know he's been really against facing his son in real life, not just storyline, obviously, because he's, he's not wanted to, but it's got to, surely. He's, well, no, he's Vicky Guerrero's been kicking off on Twitter this week. I think it's Vicky versus Dom now. Oh, what's she been mouthing off at? Well, apparently, because everyone's comparing Dominic to Eddie Guerrero. They're like, it's not funny. You need to respect him. And, and like, but Dominic's <laughs> like throwing his hair. He's wearing all the outfits. He's doing the, you know, Viva La Rasta. And it's like, no, it's disrespectful. Stop doing it. Shaw Guerrero apparently is kicking off as well. They're all probably nuts on Twitter. We got Booker T then. We got our first proper surprise Shucky, off of Ducky, quack, quack. And he got a decent pop, I mean, obviously, for the area that they were in anyway. I did notice, though, when he came out, just before he got in the ring, it looked like he was limping or something. So something's happened to his leg. But, yeah, he, he like you say, he, he got a couple of minutes. Let's check his time. Oh, he got a couple of minutes. He got 42 seconds. It felt like he was yeah. in a slap. Felt like he was he in did a the spinner, Rooney. That's all you needed to he do. Did. Get him out. What a waste of time. The bookend and the spinner Rooney and get him out. Exactly. Um, and of course, Edge, number 24. We had a feeling Edge was going to be there. Big, big pop for Edge. Who reminded said Edge? Me, we'll get onto that, don't you worry. <laughs> it reminded me of the pop he got at Clash at the Castle and obviously, like the pop, not quite as big as the pop he got, obviously, when he returned from retirement at the Rumble, but, you know, just as big as the Clash at the Castle pop. Very good. Um, and 29, Joe, your favourite of all time, the return, the man who will be facing probably Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, the way it went down at the Rumble, Logan Paul. Yeah, uh, we, we were talking about it on the predictions last week, but when we said oh, uh, the rumours were that he had uh, an injury. Obviously, that was all... Uh, that was all smoke and mirrors, pardon the pun. Or he uh, got whoa. over it quickly, whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, but that that bit of the rumble where Logan Paul went up to the top rope and Ricochet went up to the top rope, but they both met in the, the middle, I thought board. that was wicked. It was a very good spot. And, you know, that's like a 20-foot ring, so they've both jumped effectively 10 foot more or less into each other. Did you um, see that they copied it, though? Um, they had, when, oh. you know, Ricochet fixed Carmelo A's two or three months ago at an NXT event, they did the same mm. spot two or three months ago, and they just... Recreated, but obviously no one watches NXT, so they just redid it there. It's a prime spot, I'm going to be fair. That's fair. Points to note out as well. Um, Finn Balor um, eliminated Edge after he was already eliminated. I don't know if I like that rule. I know it's no disqualification, but if you're eliminated from the match, you shouldn't be able to eliminate. So I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that's that's my guess on it anyway. No, it sets up foods, doesn't it? Yeah, it, I mean, it does, but... Um, but anyway, number 30. So he's cheating. He's cheating. No DQ is cheating. Ever. There was DQ in one rumble, though, wasn't there? I remember somebody got eliminated. But it was like when the ECW guys came in with trash cans. And, like, Sandman hit somebody with a stick. So Something like, no, like you're, that, yeah. You've eliminated now. It's like, dude, it's a, it's a Royal Rumble. The only way you can be eliminated is by going over the top row and both feet in the floor. Number 30. Why? Why did he have to be number thirty? This is where again. What number, we go. Like, Karen, what number do you think he should have been? 
I don't see a problem with it. 22. Yeah, but first of all, I, I, I think I know why they did it. Because if they'd have not, if they'd have brought him out 27, 28, 29, people would have been like, oh my God, who's number yeah. 30 going to be? And it would have ended up being like Omos or something, because there wasn't <laughs> anyone else. So I can see why they've done it. But if you're going to put him at number 30, you might as well have not announced his return. But do you know the suspense, I mean? the pop when he came out, it was like, oh, it's going to be Cody now. It's going to be Cody. Yeah, there's a, there's but... more than one wrestling family. And then he comes out. Job done. What I, what I liked about this match is I thought it was booked very well. The decision to have Gunther come in at number one and be there still at the end after an hour and 11 minutes and look as strong as he did, fantastic. That made him look absolutely brilliant. And I really liked the fact that Basically, after everyone else had been eliminated and it was just him and Cody, they had like about what felt like a good seven or eight minute match mm-hmm. yeah. in itself, um, which I thought was a, a brilliant booking idea as well. Um, I mean, it was obvious when it went down to the last two. I mean, it was pretty obvious before and it was going to be Cody, but it was obvious when it went down to the last two it was going to be him. But you know, they do it so well with the certain spots, you know, when there's just a bit and you just think, oh, is, is he going to do it? Are we going to get Gunther and Roman at WrestleMania? And he did have me slightly thinking, oh, are they going to pull the trigger with Gunther? But no, of, of course, it it was it was Cody. And was it the best Rumble match I've seen? No. Was it better than last year? Yes. Do no, I, I think don't. Michael Cole is stupid for seeing what he said? Absolutely. When he went, we have just witnessed the greatest Royal Rumble match in history or of all time. <laughs> he said, no, we haven't. It's, it's, it's probably not. He's got Triple H in his ear, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Rumble, you know. well, um, tell him, Cole, tell him. Hold but him I was mind. thoroughly sports entertained, I was. And yes, it was predictable, but are we all happy with the winner? Yeah, yeah. we all predicted it. So, yeah, why not? We did yeah. indeed. So it was let's... very predictable. Um, uh, as Dan said, I would like there to be like more like call-ups or like more legends. But when yeah. when we saw like the lineup, I went, as Dan said, there's a lot of tag teams in there that just like the New Day and like Otis, like they don't need to be in there. Like they could have, they could have not been in there. They could have given up their spots to like legends or NXT stars. So I think. Less tag teams and a few more legends or NXT stars, but that's just a minor complaint. It's not nothing being tried, I think. But even without like the tag teams, you could have put actual maybe like single stars. You could put someone like a Mustafa Ali in there, a Dolph Ziggler in there. People that actually are doing quite well. But yeah, okay, they're on the main events. Even like a Cedric Alexander or a Sir Shelton Benjamin in there, like singular, not as a tag team. Because you're giving them, like, and people are like nostalgia, they know their theme music, you know that they're going to do something special. But then when the big slappy, slappy heavy hitters, like a Braun Strowman comes out, you know they're going to be eliminated by them. So it's a little bit predictable. But putting tag teams in there, they're ultimately there to be tag team competitors. Okay, you've got Shawn Michaels, Matty Jannetty, eventually they're going to split up. You know, Montez Ford and Andrew Dawkins, they're going to be splitting up. Um, but do you need them in the Rumble together? No. It absolutely makes no sense. Like in the women's one, damage control being in and together perfectly makes sense, works in the storyline of the Rumble. But then when you've got like Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford in there, like Jamie said, unless you're actually going to do something where you're building towards a heel turn, which they didn't do, well, there's absolutely no point in them doing it at all. They didn't, I can't remember a single thing that either of them did in there. So there's absolutely no point in them being there. True. No, that's fair. Let's have a look at our predictions for that match then. So, 
Let's have a look at the surprises. No points for me. X-Pac, Enzo and Stone Cold. No, <laughs> no, point, no points for Dan. Ka- yes, Cameron Grimes, Riddle and Pat McAfee doesn't count. Wasn't in the Rumble yes. match. Hey, mate, this is very time for your Royal Rumble match. Joe, Matt yet. Cardona, Nick Aldis and Carmelo Hayes. No, Bloody Jamie gets a point. Because he's Edge. Edge. He said Edge would be On there. this day. I see clearly. Um, let's have a look then at the number. Joe said number one would win. Dan, 27. Jamie, 24. Oh, wait, I said 30. So there we go. There's a point for me. And let's have a look at the winner. Uh, now, to me, I don't know um, about you, Joe, but I think you should be deductive points if you said Sammy's aim was going to... If you picked someone <laughs> who wasn't even in the rumble, to win it, <laughs> I thought no. that was his. Uh, we all picked Sami Zayn, didn't we? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, was it uh, oh wait, no, hang on, Joe did. It was only me. I said yeah, Seth all Rollins. Of us. At least no, he was all in of us the said Sami Zayn is our second pick. No, yeah. I said Seth Rollins. Yeah, us three. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's fine. We, I mean, we all get a point anyway for picking old good old C Rhodes. We did. Cody. Right. Can we get this shite match out of the way? <laughs> Bray Wyatt, LA Knight. Dan, just you give sh- us your rundown on it. What I will say, though, you say shite match, but I could tell you, I could ask you to name three things happened during that match, and you could name them really quickly. And I could yeah, say name three things. Soleros. Yeah, I'll say what happened in the um, Bianca <laughs> Belair match. How was Soleros shots there? The, yeah, they did confetti, neon confetti. And we saw the Wyatt Six come out, and we saw Uncle Howdy do an elbow drop into some pillows. Did the yeah, white the six come out? They were, yeah, you know when he jumped off the thing into the pillow? They were at the top, weren't they? They were at the top and they were doing this with their hands. It was the just puppets their hands from in the toilet. The puppet. After Uncle Howdy oh, jumped off yeah. the plinth and done the like, elbow drop or whatever he was doing, then he overshot. Um, and Wyatt won the match. When the camera panned back and he was like smiling at the camera, it like panned back long shot to show the background. And then the puppets, obviously people dressed as puppets, are all at the top. I really um, enjoyed the um the like the neon look to it where they had the kendo stick and it was like bright neon and every time he hit it looked like a lightsaber. Yeah, and he kept hitting um, Bray Wyatt with it and he kept having marks on his head from where the neon was going on his face. And then Bray Wyatt's face paint changed halfway through. Like, I like that the scenario was there. It? it looked cool and I could see it in the video game and I can see him doing uh, the match again. It had a cool aesthetic to it and I thought it looked wicked. I hated the fact the Mountain Dew logo was everywhere because, like, just I know they responded it, but it should never have been in the first place. You've got Bray Wyatt, a mysterious, alluring character, uh, covered in Mountain Dew sponsorship. It just makes absolutely no sense to me. No sense at all. Stupid. Terrible. There isn't a word for it, but if there was, it would be terrible. Well, the good thing was, Tarrant, it wasn't a very long match. It wasn't a very long match, and that's probably for the best because whilst I do like Bray Wyatt and LA Knight, I don't think neither of them necessarily came across looking great. Wrestling-wise, Bray Wyatt didn't look too clever. I know it's his first match back and he needs time to... He had a broken thumb as well. Allegedly so, yeah. Um, I mean, I got no points because I said LA Knight was going to win and so did you. La Knight. La Knight. Our theory, no pun intended for Austin, didn't, um, didn't work. But Dan... Dan, um, Joe... Dan and Jamie both got a point for that, they did. Beautiful. Yes, we did. Right. Yeah, let's get this other shy match out of the way then as well, <laughs> then. 
Bianca Belair and Alexa oh. Bliss. If I'm um, honest, lads, I skipped it. It just wasn't good. I don't know what else to say. It just wasn't good. <laughs> I just couldn't be bothered. I saw it coming up. I'm like, oh, I watched it in the morning. I know the result. I can't be bothered. I just like, skip it. Let's, I want to get to the Women's Rumble. I want to get to the acknowledgement ceremony. Let's skip it. Let's get on with it. And you know what? I'm glad I did. I watched the ending of it. Well done, Bianca Belair. You won. And then Lexi Bliss had a meltdown at the end. And then then didn't did Uncle Howdy appear on the Titan Tron afterwards, or was that on Raw? I can't. Yeah, he was like, "You think you're in control?" (laughs) Yeah, that was it. Terrible. But but a a point for everybody. You'll be glad to know because we all said Bianca had retained, so that's very good. Right. The women's Royal Rumble. Then we had Rhea Ripley enter at number one and the real evil is mine at Liv Morgan <laughs> in at number two to uh, kick off the match. When Rhea Ripley's number came uh, came out at number one, I was like, oh God, she's not winning it. They, they like double crosses all. They built her so much to make her look like the obvious choice, as obvious as Cody would be. And she's not winning it because I said, no way they're going to have a number one and a number 30 win in the same night. Never going to happen. So I was then racking my brain thinking, well, who's, who's going to win? And then I thought, well, maybe my other pick, Bailey, maybe she's going to do it. But yeah, so we had Rhea and Liv Morgan kick off the um, kick off the match. And then, um, Jamie, your favourite, Dana Brooke in at number three. <laughs> my dear Lord. Your favourite. And then Joe's favourite, Emma, at number four. And then Dan's favourite, Shayna Baser, at number five. It was just all fun for everybody, wasn't it? Mate, I really enjoyed the women's match. Like, um, you put the polls on Twitter, like, give grade ratings. Everyone put the um, grade rating for the men's at, like, a C. And everyone gave the rating for this match an A. And i got to be fair, it had everything I wanted and more. Well, number six, my other pick, Bailey, I will say, did have the joint second most eliminations alongside Dakota Kai with five. Rhea Ripley was top with number seven. But we got a couple of um, we got a couple of returns or rather um, appearances. Natalia, I suppose, was technically a return because she's been off for a while. Hasn't she she? Been I mean, as well. Did look good. Um, she only lasted about three minutes though, and got no eliminations. Um, but we had a couple of NXT appearances. Joe, Roxanne Perez, Zoe Stark. I'm sure yeah, somebody said, said Zoe Stark. Yeah, so we'll Joe get on to it, that. Yeah. Um, and Indy Hartwell as well. We did at number Ooh. 26. Indy Hartwell. She's married to Dexter Loomis. She, she is, yeah. If, this, if they're still doing that. Um, Index. And we had... T- what was it? Two, two returns. We had the return of, well, we had three returns. Technically. We had the return of Chelsea Green at number 20, which was interesting because she lasted five seconds. And then I was like, That's why have they done that? Because she got a decent bloody pop. She did when a music kit and she came out. And then she got eliminated after five seconds and started having a tantrum. And then I read online afterwards, they did it on purpose because they wanted a character to be a Karen he wanted to be complaining, asking for the manager, Karen. that type of thing. Well, she did then, Raw. Did you well I was going to say, then when you watch Raw, because I did actually watch Raw this week, she was um, 
Yes, she was very much like that backstage with was it with Adam Pierce? I'm trying to remember. Now. Yeah, are you are you yeah. the manager? You're like, well, the manager. Well, I'm not I'm not a manager, but you're a manager. You you run you help run things around here. Where are my Swiss chocolates? Where is my bottled sparkling water? He's like, yes, let's go get you your your Swiss chocolates, and he just took her off then. It's a bit weird, but yeah, it'd be a good gimmick. It it'll be interesting to see what if it works if it if it works. I mean, it's not lining up the return of Matt Cardona, is it? Let's be honest, he ain't oh. ever coming back. It's never going to happen. Who's Matt Cardona? Woo, woo, woo. Um, but we did get Michelle McCool, yes, who was did. on the yes. front row, and then a music hit, and she tried to pretend like, what? I wasn't even ready. I didn't even know they were going to do it. Then she what does the music sound like, Taryn? It's... Um, you're not, You're not enough for me. Oh, oh there it is, yeah. <laughs> My dear Just Lord. Open up your eyes and see. No, no. The Undertaker sees in her. I'll never know. I'll just never know. And then we got the botch of the evening. We got the greatest return of all time. And I literally popped for it because I thought, what? No, I never, ever thought they'd ever bring her back, put it that way. But it was the biggest botch of the evening because her music hit before the clock started. And then the clock started running down and they just turned it off after about two seconds because they realised the mistake that she did. But she actually got a decent popped it now jacks i think that it's because of the shock because people yeah exactly i wouldn't call it a pop i'd call it reaction well the question is is she back or is she sure. not was it a well this is the thing because everyone's saying no it was just you know a one-time thing and she wasn't on raw i mean she could be on smackdown but but yeah they have they've released a irresistible force um, so, so yeah, it looks like she is back. I think she's got a t-shirt on WWE shop. It makes a you know, it's not like pro wrestling tees that make a t-shirt for anybody. It's WWE it's shop. WWE, yeah. You know, clash so of the city. Maybe she's maybe she's gonna <laughs> yeah, clash of the city. Maybe she yeah. is gonna be you know on on SmackDown or maybe Raw next week. Well, but... NXT. She needs a season, so pop her back there. They had Selena Vega dressed as some character from Street Fighter, and then went, oh yeah, she's doing that because guess what? She's commentating on the new Street Fighter game. I did like what she did with Zia Lee on the apron, though, where they were doing like a Mortal Kombat scene on the apron. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And speaking of returns, Joe, not the return of someone necessarily, but the return of our name, Piper Niven. No more do drop. A bit of credibility here now. And she she looked bloody good as well. And she looked really good in the ring. And they, uh, you know, they gave her a decent couple of spots as well. Um, I mean, she was in there for nearly half an hour. So, you know, she had a, a decent showing. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, predictability, just in for just over an hour, an hour and one minute and eight seconds, your winner. And after announcing it on Raw, facing Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, most people thought it was going to be Bianca Belair, but no, mm. Charlotte Flair, it's Rhea Ripley, Dan. Yeah, and I'm we all get honest. a point. We all get a point. We, we all predict that. I like the finish where she like hurricanered, um, what's her face off the apron, Morgan off the apron. But you're missing that we had another return as well. Somebody who's never been in WWE before, Kana, it, the crazy clown. Oh, technically so, I suppose. Yes, I suppose she did. Yeah, yeah. And she started dribbling blue syrup from a gob in a promo backstage on Raw as well. Oh, I thought that was good. I thought it was like a spooky character. And like now there's rumours that it's going to be Bianca Belair versus 
uh, uh, you know, Asuka at Mania. Before, if you said to me, it's Bianca Belair, Asuka at Mania, and they hadn't done that character change, you'd be like, oh, I don't care. But now they've done this character change, and it's all spooky-wooky, and it's going back to a, like, who can beat Asuka? I'm, like, a weird, I'm, you know, that kind of thing will be pretty cool. I think it will have a good build. I think she she could potentially take the belt at Mania as well. That's a good show. Nobody got a point for the prediction of the numbers. It was number one. I said I 23. You said Joe said, said 13. One. You said 18, Dan. And I, Joe I said, said 10. You said 18. No, I, said I will go Morgan, back and listen. Liv Morgan is coming out at the number one. So I'm going to go with the number one. And when I asked you for a number, you said 18. I'll go back and listen. We're to not it. allowed two numbers. No, you didn't really say that not. at all. You didn't say that because we did the predictions of the women's face and you didn't say that at first. So I said, Let, for my predictions, I said oh, number one and number 18, depending on... Because Morgan said she's coming out at one. We need an official adjudicator. We do. And she didn't even come out at one. She came out at two. What's going on yeah, there? but the winner came out. <laughs> Happy days. So let's have a look then. So we all... Three of us said... Oh, all of us said Naomi. That never happened. Yeah. I said Eve. That never happened. I said, a weave. I said Chelsea Green. There's a that point did. for me. What did you go with, Joe? Naomi, no. Summer Rae, no. Alundra Blaze, no. That was me. Um. Oh, sorry, Jamie. Sorry, yeah, that was you. Um. Dan, Naomi, Michelle McCool, a point Ooh. for Dan. And which is Sol Ruka, did you say as well? That's the one. Never happened. Never happened. Joe, Mickey James, no, but Zoe Stark, yes. And uh, Naomi, no. Decent match, like you say, and our, our Twitter followers seem to prefer that match over the men's. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought the commentary was really good on it as well. The main event then, before we get into a discussion on it, we all got a point for Roman Reigns. He was ultimately victorious. And I will let you all know that after totalling up the scores for all of our predictions for that match. After round one, three of us are on the same points and one of us is on a point below. Me, Joe and Dan are on six points and Jamie's on five, as it stands for the after the first round of the pay-per-view prediction. So you've got some catching up to do, defending oh, oh, oh. champion. Some I thought I'd give somebody you. else a chance because it gets. I like to be a little bit more risky now. Risque. Because, you know, Ooh. I've won it twice in a row. Lucy. Ooh. Right. The match then, Roman Reigns defending the WWE Unified Universal Heavyweight Championship of the, of the United States of whatever, yeah. As Tyrus <laughs> would say on Impact Wrestling, I ain't coming for no women's championship. I ain't coming for no Xmas championship. I'm coming for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship of the world. <laughs> of the world. <laughs> The World Heavyweight Championship of the World. Um, very, very decent match. Both look strong. Kevin always looked great. But there was one spot, and I can't remember what it is now. He was so close to Roman Reigns not lifting up his shoulder for that three-cat. I can't remember what the spot was now. But, oh, my heart came out of my mouth. I thought that he was actually going to win the title, Kevin Owens. So that was very well done. The spot, though, with the steel steps, you know which bit I'm talking yeah. about, where he was throwing like Reigns, uh, Owens's back and back of his head onto the bloody whatever you call the actual like steps part of the steps mm. there. And then at first I thought, oh God, he's done that a bit too hard and maybe that was a slight botch. He shouldn't have. No, I picked him up again and did it exactly at the same time. He did it twice. <laughs> 
fair play to Owens for accepting to do that spot. But, you know, let's be honest, we knew what the result was going to be. It was all about what was going to happen afterwards. Jamie, did they do the angle justice? No. Carry on. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Joe, did they do the angle justice? Surely Um, the answer is yes. I think so, yeah, because they've got to pull the trigger eventually because Sami Zayn has been trying to prove his loyalty to the Tribal Chief for so long. And the Tribal Chief has basically been gaslighting him and abusing him, saying, you need to prove yourself, you need to prove yourself. And then they did the trial on SmackDown. And then at the end, you know, they got the chair out. And Sammy was like, okay, I'll give you the chair. And then it's like, no, Roman, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And then he took the chair off him. Then Robert just snapped. He's like, yeah, you're right. You don't have to do this. You have to do this. Because they were really beating down on Owens, weren't they? Yeah, it was like a gang beating. It was like a mugging. It's like he owed him money or something. (laughs) What? I don't know what I like more about this. The fact that, you know, there was the chair shot to the back from Sammy and, you know, the massive pot. um, And obviously very reminiscent of when Rollins did it to the back of um, Reigns when the shield broke up. But also whichever it was of the Usos, because it was getting mixed up. He wanted no part of it, and he left, Dan. He went. I'm off to Raw. See ya. Yeah, and he's been tweeting, you know, I'm out of the bloodline, I'm out of it, I'm not going to be... I don't think, you know, I think Roman's got him in too deep, and he's trying to keep... Oh, yeah, because they're going to def- defend the titles against Reigns and... Uh, sorry, against Sammy and Owens at Mania yeah. anyway. Instead so. of the bloodline going under, they need to keep him in there. They, they need to... Sort something out with it, but I'm nice little it. tease though. And the way that the, yeah. the, the, they're doing it, Smack SmackDown's going to be a must-watch episode. And so naturally, we, I won't watch it. No, I will. I'll watch it Saturday morning. Chamber's only in a couple of weeks, so it's good that they can build that. They've been building it for months, so it is a good payoff. And then they can just move straight into the Cody stuff afterwards. And it's in Montreal. It'll be a big match. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good couple bit of building. Even people said to me this week, they said, oh, is it weird that they finished the Rumble like that, but they never did anything about it on Raw? But then on Raw, they did do a couple promos and recaps about it. But yeah, and let's okay, not forget, there is technically still supposed to be a brand split, even though it's quite loose, and they are SmackDown superstars. So, Well, it doesn't matter. Everyone's going here, there, and everywhere. If you look at it, like the women, the people... The chamber match for the women's um, title, the Raw women's title, Raquel Rodriguez, who's on SmackDown, she's in the Raw um, Elimination Chamber match because they said the last four women who were in the uh, the Royal Rumble, they're automatically qualifying. She's a yeah, auto- automatically. So it, yeah. I think it's very loose. And then we saw Maximum Male Models. They were on Raw this week, you know, trying to look into recruit, recruit Otis to their portfolio. Oh, Otis. Otis is going to be part of the... Chad Gable's going to go separate. Hopefully get a bit of a push and Otis absolutely. Well, I mean, what what's his name going to be? Otis or Otis? Yeah. Otis is in Otis. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be Otis. It's going to be surely. Um, um, mate, I get let, T-shirt now. It'll be my my ham, my peach T-shirts. And now Jack's my hole. Letter grade. Letter grading then for the pay per view, Jamie, as a whole. Hey. D. Yeah. What? You heard oh, me. Even I'll go more generous than that. I'll, I'll give it a B. You, I thought it a was. A B? Solid. Don't be so I'll stupid. give it a B. 
Well, the, the the rumble matches were decent. They were predictable, but decent, and they were better than last year's. Um, and you know, just uh, because actually, I, I did say I, I said this to you during the the event, the men's Royal Rumble was awful. It was terrible. However, what I did really enjoy about it, you know, when Michael Cole was saying it was the best Royal Rumble ever, <laughs> I would yeah. argue to say it was for the wrestling. Wrestling-wise, like Gunter was probably one of the best performances in Royal Rumble history. Wrestling-wise, yeah, sure, why not? Entertainment-wise, it was a shit show. D. Thinking about it, I forgot about there were two. two, I mean, there was a pitch black match. There was a women's match, and the women's match was bad. So, uh, and the women's were almost. I'd I'd say a C minus if I had to go into a C area. I'll I'll go a C plus. I'll give it a D plus to be nice. There you go. What have you yeah. got, Joe? Um, I could go C, C plus as well. Dan, B minus. I mean, I love Ooh. rumbles. I absolutely love rumbles. I had two rumbles. Um, you know, two and a half hours of them were rumble matches, and I absolutely love rumble matches. And for that, I'll let them off the Hardy performance, the women's match. Oh, I the Hardy and I actually didn't. I enjoyed the pitch black match. It was only um, it was, it was only for like five minutes. I enjoyed it for it was on the women's match. I didn't even care. Um, but yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a B minus. I'll be generous. I forgot about the Hardy performance. I have to drop a. Oh yeah, yeah. Go C. Back to no, I'm going. I'm going. No, I'll go with C. <laughs> Hardy performance terrible and used up far too much time. You should never. It's a very have. long pay per view as well. Unnecessary. I don't, don't get why they have it because you watch, you look at the rise and fall of WCW documentaries and every all the different Nitro documentaries and WCW documentaries have had. They always go back to when like Kiss performed on Nitro and it was one of the lowest rated segments ever. And you get WWE personalities or legendary personalities like JR and all this, and they all go, people are there to watch wrestling. They're not there to watch music. No wonder it happened. And this is part of WCW start the downfall. Nobody's going to go and watch a music performance. They've gone to go and watch a wrestling show and be sports entertained, blah, blah, blah. It's got no place on a wrestling card. So why do they have, anyway, anyway that's just a little the, the way The way I'd explain it is with the WCW bit, they were paying Kiss to perform, where this way, um, Hardy's paying to be on the show. You know, being talk about my album, my album. You know, if a thousand people out of the millions that watch that Royal Rumble go and listen to Hardy's record on Spotify, He's 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 you won't after that like, performance. No. no, God, no. it's, it's like, dreadful. It, it's been like the Mountain Dew match. Like Mountain Dew probably paid WWE, however much it is, to have that match. But specifically, a Royal Rumble. You think about it. Royal Rumble is what like the second biggest pay per view of the year after WrestleMania. Mountain Dew have gone. Oh, if we can, if we sponsor this match, we'll pay you this much. It's been like Street Fighter. Or oh, if we can have Selena Vega uh, dress up as a character. In the women's Royal Rumble, we'll pay you this much. The only way yeah. it works is when they get like people they had Motorhead on there and they did Triple H's theme when he's walking to the ring. Well, that I makes sense. Like that. That's fine. But to use up a 20 minute segment that could either not be there and therefore we get a better condensed show or a match could go in its place, that's when I've got an issue with it. <laughs> Anything notable on Raw we want to talk about before we have Jamie's end of show quiz? Um, I think they're just they're starting quite a few storylines and we're building towards Elimination Chamber. I think it's one of those things where we're seeing things progress. Judgment Day are progressing. Edge is progressing with them as well. A um, few, few things are moving on. Um, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford have singles matches next week's war. One's facing um, Gaming Priest, which is 
um, Andrew Dawkins, which we would assume Priest would win. And mm-hmm. we're having Montez Ford versus Elias, so we'd assume Montez Ford wins. So one of them qualifies for the US title elimination chamber and the other one doesn't. And I think that starts to form the cracks of their tag team. Um, and my early favourite, if Montez Ford can qualify for that elimination chamber, you can see him potentially winning it and rubbing that in his face. You can definitely see him do like the frog splash off the top of a um, cylinder or something. That'd be pretty cool. But no other than that, it was just the building of new storylines and moving things on. Um, things with Seth Rollins slagging off Logan Paul. You've got um, Austin Theory doing John Cena quotes in promos. So it's all moving in the right direction, ready for April. That's fair. Yeah, and we look forward to SmackDown. I, I will watch it on Saturday morning, just even if it's just for whatever's going to happen with the bloodline, just to see how that progresses. Um, but yes, and Smackdown. of course, to see if Nia Jax is there. Oh, SmackDown My on home. Saturday morning, and then you can watch Vengeance Day, and it's see Vengeance Day Saturday night. Well, I'll watch SmackDown on Saturday morning. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I will. I'll watch Vengeance Day this Sunday, I think. I think that'd be a nice waking up in the morning with a bacon and egg sandwich. Ooh. Watching and Vengeance Day, that sounds pretty fun to me. Oh, I fancy a bacon and egg sandwich now. Oh, nice. Love a bacon and egg oh, sandwich. Free range golden yogurt eggs as well. Oh, now I've got chicken Kiev's for tea and they go out of date today, but now I want a bacon and egg sandwich. Ooh. You can't have a bacon and egg sandwich for tea. I'm going to you the Lamwin Bull after this and I'm having a cowboy burger and doing their oh. quiz. Now I'm going to win two quizzes tonight. I can't wait. Right, well, let's do oh. it then. Jamie, what have you got <laughs> You're for You're so us? confident there. Well... Because I am the master of the quizzes, as I've heard some people say, oh, I decided to create another innovative, innovative. You can't even say it. If you can't say it, then you can't do it. Innovative quiz. And I'm bringing an old classic back. And it is Who Am I? Uh, you Jamie Crawford. Who are so, you? Who are you? Who's that behind the mask? Literally, that is what it is. Basically, uh, we have played this game before. It is a three-tier question. Oh. I will give you the first one. If so you I don't get it, you, um, no. I mean, to write the clues down if you need to. Nah. Uh, you get a chance to guess on the first one. Um, nah. If you lose then you have to wait until the rest of them have answered before you can answer again. So say like if Taryn decides that he wants to answer on the first one and gets it wrong, then Dan decides, oh, I think it's this person. Joe can then wait until the third one to get a point. Yeah, if you get it on the first criteria, you get three points. You get it on the second criteria, you get two points. You get it on the last one, you will get one point. I have tried to make it a little bit more difficult and challenging. We are going for the free char- for the free characteristics of Date of birth will be your first one. Your second one will be a random fact. And number three will be build from, which is where you should hopefully get them. So for a, I'm going to start off with a a test. So this one isn't in it. So the first one is I was born on the 23rd of April, 1977. So you could guess if you wanted to. If no one wanted to guess, we'll move on to number two. Edge. no, no, it's not Edge. You're out. You're out. 77 would make him 45. So Edge, yeah. I, if they were 45, I know Finn Balor's 45, so I'll say Finn Balor. You're out. So Joe's left. So you can choose to guess and let them back in, or you can wait till the second one. I'll wait. 
I am a 16-time world champion. John Cena. There you go. And the last one was billed from West Newbury, Massachusetts. Uh, John Cena. Okay, (laughs) here we go. We will start. Oh, 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 I forgot to mention, which is why you probably do need a pen and paper. For a bonus, five points at the end, there is an odd one out. And you have to tell me who's the odd one out and why for five extra points. All right. No, you know what? Ten extra Jesus. points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this. Okay. I don't know how many you're going to get on a date of birth, but there you go. Um, so the first one, I was born on the 22nd of June, 1983. Yes. Remember, if you guess, you are out. Random fact. My debut WWE match was at WrestleMania. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll guess Go on. Why not? I'll try Fandango. Build from Boston, Massachusetts. Fandango. Yes. The next sub question two. I was born on the 27th of July, 1980. Yeah, no one's going to guess on the third. <laughs> the random fact, I am a triple crown winner. I'll have a guess again. Go on. Randy Orton. Incorrect. Aaron is out. He's just like, it's Jamie. He's going to put Randy Orton in there somewhere. <laughs> Build from, for a point, Cleveland, Ohio. Don't say that. Oh, guess. Correct. Dan just got it. <laughs> You don't have to say I'll guess, just shout out a name. No, he only gets a point. He's trying to write down seven points. (laughs) Um, Let me put you in green and you in red, because you are red, Dan. Oh, red for United. Yeah. Okay. I was born on the 9th of August, 1991. Hmm. Anyone? No, not not quite. I am a former WWE 24-7 champion. Mm. Oh. (laughs) Is she Craig Maverick? It is not. Joe is out for now. Build from Columbus, Ohio. Dana Brooke. Oh, I was no. just gonna say, oh, Gordon, Gordon, I will go for so what? So, so they're about what, thirty-one, thirty-two, former. Um, let's go with. Oh God, I don't, I don't know. Is he twenty-four-seven? Come on! Oh, the, the track cable. I don't know. No, incorrect. You roll back in, so I'll give you one more guess. Hey. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to think. Joe, you want to give a guess? I'll come round. So, Joe first. Alexa Bliss. Correct, it's Alexa Bliss. Hey! Oh. 
<laughs> the evil is mine. I could be some blue 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 as well. <laughs> You're blue, Joe. There you go. Just a boy, Joe, not six. Dark Joe's, blue. I won't put Joe's you in sky blue. blue. Don't worry. No, I'm okay. still winning. It is 2 1 1 at the moment. <laughs> okay, the next person. Remember, one of these is an odd one out, remember? Oh. And not, no, it's not because she's a female. There is another female coming up. Soon. Oh, oh, so we should have been writing the people's names <laughs> yes. down, shouldn't we? Oh, we did say at the start. <laughs> okay, number four. Don't tell him that he won't know what the link is. <laughs> I can't remember who I went off and then go. Who did you say, Dad? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay, I can't remember now. All right, go on, keep going. Okay, number no. four. The 14th of August, 1981. Okay. Hmm. See, someone might risk it towards the end because they need the points, but there you go. Okay. I have won the tag team titles with four different people. Cesaro. Incorrect. Does anybody want to go? Seth Rollins. Incorrect. Taryn, do you want to guess and let them back in? No. <laughs> I am billed from Ghana, West Africa. Oh, oh three kings. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, it could have been Oro Mensa. <laughs> okay. Cool. I was born on the 17th of March, 1979. Mm. No? Right. You have a choice of if you know, you know. I am in the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Brian Danielson. Incorrect. Suppose Joe. Correct, Joe. Oh. Who's one on the other one here? Yeah, and then I mean, there's only three of them that are in it. I was gonna say, and the other one is CM Punk. Um, let me. So, what colour are you? You're blue. Let's put you in blue. The other one was from Huntington Beach, California. Um, is where he's billed from. Um, okay, the next one. I was born on the 18th of. Sorry, where am I? I was born on the 8th of May, 1985. No. No, okay. I made my main roster debut in 2022. Main roster. Main roster. De- oh, um, Johnny Knoxville. Incorrect. Johnny Knoxville. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think who debuted in WWE in 2022, and there's only like. 1985 though there's only two people it could be well i never know does anyone want to guess or should we go to the build from build from milwaukee wisconsin oh is it uh backup boss no um i don't think he's that old austin theory i don't know no austin theory's from austin texas Is it Tommaso Champa? Yeah, Champa's. Yeah, it is Champa, but Joe. So, I mean, you still have a guess? No, he hasn't. No, I said. Um, did, did, I, oh, I said, got it wrong. I said, I said Austin Theory. Yeah. So Joe, yeah, you get it right. It's Tommaso Champa. 
<laughs> so I thought you had a guess. I was like waiting to see if Taron was going to steal it. But... <laughs> um, okay, your next one. I was born on the 5th of July, 1989. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I made my WWE main roster debut in the 2018 Royal Rumble. 2018 Royal Rumble. Ugh. Ooh. Wait there. Wait one second. So I gotta work backwards here. Because <laughs> Damien Priest was 2020 Royal Rumble NXT. But then Rusev was like 2015. So you've got to think of in the middle. And they're my age. Somebody's been WWE for five years. Now you have to know where they're from. Are we going to build from? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Panama City, Florida. Adam Cole. Adam Adam Cole. It is Adam Cole, Dan Wilder. Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your next one. The 15th of June, 1989. Oh. Oh. It's another youngin. Next one. I am a women's Grand Slam champion. Charlotte Flair. Incorrect. Bailey. Correct, it's Bailey. I was just about to say Bailey. (laughs) San Jose, (laughs) California. Okay, don't worry, we're nearly there. Only two more left. Okay, 8th of November, 1984. No one's going for it, okay. Random fact, I was the last member of Team NXT versus Team SmackDown and Team Raw at Survivor Series 2019. Oh, who was that? Give me a second on that one, because I know the... (laughs) Oh, um... I remember the team. The last... I'm glad we had Champa before, because I would have gone for that otherwise. Johnny Gargano. Incorrect. (laughs) Do you want to keep guessing or go to the build? Must have had a push on it, because they won, didn't they, Team NXT? No, SmackDown won. It could be one of two. I know two people, but I don't know if they were named as the last. But I know they were. SmackDown won it because they had Roman. Yeah. Oh, um... Oh, do I take a guess on it? Yeah, screw it. Keith Lee. Correct, uh, it is Keith hey? Lee. Wichita Falls, Texas. I thought I got that for Because it was Keith Lee, Damien Priest, um, Walter, Champa, and um, I can't remember the fifth, but they were the four out of five that I could think of. Okay. And the last one. Born 11th October, 1988. Oh. Remember, Joe, oh. you're on. You you are on three points. You could try and steal it here if you get this one right. I'm on three I'm, points. I'm on five. <laughs> you're on six, Dan. Am I? Happy days. Yeah, you've got two one pointers and two two pointers. Because you got Bailey on the last one, and then Keith Lee. Then you got Adam Cole and Dolph Ziggler. Oh yeah, I've got to number my that. Yeah, of course. Okay, so the random fact. 
I have won the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Oh, give me a second, because I know every winner. Of oh, what, I know um, everyone. What, <laughs> They're born what, in 88. What year were they born again? 88. Is it Matt Riddle? Incorrect. It's um, Pete Dunne. Incorrect. Taron for two points. Can he get it? Oh, I know who it is. I know it is. Bobby Fish. Incorrect. You roll back in, Dan, if you want to guess. Um, or wait Finn for Bala. build. You say Finn Balor? Yeah. Incorrect. You're back out. Ah. Do you want to guess or go to the build from you two? Go for build from. Build from Las Vegas, Nevada. That means nothing to me. Oh. So they've won the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Yep. Born in so Riddle from Las Vegas, Nevada. No, they've already said that Riddle. So you had um, there was Samoa Joe and Finn Balor won the first ever one. Then AOP won the second one, and then it was Riddle versus Riddle and Pete Dunne won the third one, and then it, oh, um, Undisputed Era won another won the fourth one. He's then, given us all the answers. Yeah, I can even guess one of them. Um, and then. Um, the latest one was won by the Creed well, Brothers. Hang on, though. Too young. You and then you say the men, there was the women's. One. There's only one women's one, and that was this year. It was won by Alba Fire and Io Shirai. And there was one beforehand. Um, I can't remember when the first one was won. No, I think there was only one. I think it was that one. So, 88. I don't know, then. You guys still got a guess. It happened Rick, at the 29... What are you saying? Ricochet. Yes, correct. Ricochet won it with Alice Black, Black in 2019. Oh, yeah, I missed them. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No, how many points is that? 20? Um, well, no. <laughs> one. He was one, won it. Um, so let's total up the scores at the moment. So, Taryn, you are on... Four oh. points. Dan is on six points. Joe is on four points. So I will make it five points just to make it fair, not ten, because whoever gets this is going to win, really. You've got ten names. You can all give your own answer, but I'm looking for one specific answer. Who is the odd one out and why? Oh, odd one out. See, I'm looking at it thinking, what's the connection? I thought that's what it's no, all. who's the odd, odd one out? One the other so nine Fand- have got a connection. Fandango's the odd one out because he was in, in NXT. He was Johnny Curtis in NXT. But all of the rest have been in NXT. Ooh. Ooh. Incorrect. No, because Kofi wasn't. I know he's in it now. No, Kofi's, Kofi's in it now. So, technically, Kofi is in it now. The only one, he is the odd one out because everyone else in... That list was named that name in NXT, but Fandango was called Johnny Curtis, who's the odd one out. Is the odd one out? That's incorrect. Dan. Samoa Joe. Why? Because he's the only one <laughs> who, when they came onto the main roster, lost their oh. first match on the main roster. No. I am wrong. Well, he so is. I think you'll find that's correct. Tommaso Ciampa made his main roster debut, and he probably won. Who knows? Uh, no, Adam Cole was in the yes. 2018 Royal Rumble. He did, Rumble you're right. Fandango won the tag titles in NXT, so yeah, that does... I mean, main theory. roster singles debut. 
They all won apart from Samoa who lost his first. No, because Adam Cole's main roster debut was in the 2018 Royal Rumble. They lost. I said singles, Matt. <laughs> um, I want another guess because I've got another one around it. I'll see. We'll come back to you just in case. But go uh, on, Joe. This is your last chance before Dan. I mean, you won't get a point for it, Dan, because okay. you've won anyway. But <laughs> I think no, it is Samoa Joe. Oh no, it can't be. I, I think Keith Lee's overweight as well. Cody <laughs> the odd one out because he's the only quadruple champion. He's won tag team title, SmackDown Raw, and NXT, and he's won um, Intercontinental. So it's baby. He's won ice seas. Won like all the titles. Baby strip crown. Incorrect. Go on, Dan. What what do you think it is now? Alexa Bliss is the only one out of that list that's never won a title in NXT. That was the actual no, answer, Dan. It, it, well no, done. That it's was not. It, it is. Kofi Kingston. He's, he's, the, on, he's the only one there where his first name and his last name both begin with the same letter, <laughs> K and K. So he is the odd one out. No, but yes, Dan, Alexa Bliss is the only one that never held an NXT title. Well, that's no surprise, is it? <laughs> and yes, Fandango won the tag titles with Tyler Breeze yeah. in NXT. So yeah, I remember don't, that. You, don't you be going all Johnny <laughs> Curtis on me. I've just found about 12 <laughs> odd one outs, and there was only 10 people. So. <laughs> right, a point for uh, a point for Dan then. So Danny's off the mark. So I'm on No, I'm on You're two. On two. Everyone else is well, let's get next week. It It will be the bout to knock the other guy out. Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? (laughs) You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and on the socials. We are Grapplecast Show. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Make sure, more importantly, tell your friends, tell everybody, like, share, let everybody know that you listen to this show. Lovely. Right. Well, yes. What will happen on this week's Smack Earth Down then? And, and Vengeance um, Day. What's going to happen on Vengeance Day, Taron? Nobody cares about the Vengeance Day. Is Braun Brady going to retain that tag title? Or the world title? Tag title? The world title? The NXT World Heavyweight Championship of the World! <laughs> Sign us off, Jamie. Well, I guess without further ado... I bid you a goodbye and good night. Ta-ra, guys. Ring the bell!